I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. back to Chakra Girl Radio. It's Amberly Lyons here, your chakra expert, your energy and crystal connoisseur, and your trusty spiritual BFF. I am the founder of Chakra Girl Co., which is a platform giving you all the tips and inspo to be intentional AF, to live your best life, and activate your chakras. Today, we are chatting with an angel on earth, in my opinion, Jessica Reed. She is a global clairvoyant, a channel, and a purpose fulfillment expert. We are Instagram friends, but also in-person friends because we met in Bali and she's literally like the real deal of all the psychics. Like she is the sweetest and the funniest and she knows her shit and you just want to snuggle with her. So we really went deep in this episode asking all the deep questions and we're talking about quantum leaping, you guys, that I'm really excited about. And we're all going to become more psychic today because this episode is jam-packed with woo-woo techniques that you can use to day. Okay. So we're talking about the parallels between anxiety and gifts and how to literally use your anxiety or anything going on with you as your gift. We are talking about connecting to your spirit guides, and she's actually giving us a meditation that we can literally do today to get more guidance from our spirits. And we're talking about quantum leaping, which literally means deciding what you want in life and jumping onto the vibe and getting it. That's like the ultimate of manifesting, in my opinion. So, okay. Has anyone been like obsessively shopping lately? I feel like I did the whole Marie Kondo purging and organizing situation, but like I was really only holding on to things that spark joy, which was fine. And now I'm like a shopaholic extraordinaire. Yesterday ordered a towel turban, pills to make my hair grow faster, and two pairs of jeans, two shirts, a pair of sweatpants. Like, I mean, like, let's be real. I pretty much am only ever wearing sweatpants, but, and that was like in four transactions. Okay. So 
this wasn't just like a one step thing. I was like, every second that I was alone with my phone, I was like, what can I buy? What can I do? Scrolling through Instagram. Oh, this person have this. I need to buy that. And it was like a little obsessive. So I feel like there was this whole tidying up thing that was universally felt in the collective consciousness where everyone was feeling like they need to release and purge. But now I'm like back on the binging. So I just want to know, am I the only one? Am I the only one guys? So I want to know, tell me in my DMs, I feel like everything I'm buying is sparking joy. I'm going to have really long, lush hair and new clothes. I think that is very joyful. So let me know. Am I the only one? Okay, let's get into the shocker tip today. Okay, there's a kundalini meditation. I feel like I may have spoken to you guys about it before, but we're going to talk about it again. I love a good kundalini meditation. And this one is like, pretty easy. Like a lot of Kundalini meditations, like they require you to like hold your breath or like hold your arms in the air for an hour. This one's easy. It's 11 minutes. And I'm going to link you guys to the version of the song that I like to listen to. But the mantra is Ekankar Sat Guru Prasad, Sat Guru Prasad Ekankar. So it's essentially the same backwards. What is that called when something's the same backwards? I love that vibe as well. I used to have a phone number that was the same backwards. Anyways, I was really proud of that. So go do this meditation. It is for manifesting. And I swear to you guys, I hadn't done this meditation for a while, like probably like a good like six months. And I just kind of like missed it and wanted to hear the song. And I was in the bath having my bath ritual and three days in a row, I did this meditation. And I swear to you, that was when I got the email from a reality show producer that wants to help me manifest my reality show. So, Hey, it works guys. Go do the Kundalini meditation. And I'm pretty sure it's like a crown chakra one. Um, Kundalini is really powerful for the solar plexus. It's good for all the chakras, obviously, but, um, you kind of like pump your stomach in and out a little bit in this one too. Like as you're saying the mantra and, um, that just activates all the chakras and your life source and just go do it guys. You're going to manifest. Trust me. And let me know what you manifest too. Go do the meditation and let me know what you manifest. This is very fun for me. Okay. Chakra shout out. Have you guys followed Know the Zodiac? So she has a different Instagram account for every different sign. So I follow No Aquarius. So it's like K-N- OW Aquarius, but she has like, she has like no Aries, no Scorpio, like all the things. So no Aquarius is the one that I follow. And I swear to you, I'm like, is this chick like in my brain? Like, I don't know how she knows, but she knows every single day. It's so bang on. And she posts one pretty much every day, except for on the weekends. She usually just posts one that's about the whole weekend. And you should just go follow them. It's like the first thing that I check in the morning is my no Aquarius horoscope. So go check her out. Okay, guys, let's get psychic AF with Jessica Reed. 
Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We are here today with Jessica Reed. She is a global clairvoyant channel and purpose fulfillment coach. She does readings and teaches other intuitives how to facilitate readings for others as a business service. She also has a podcast and radio show called Spirit Girls, where she talks all things soul embodiment, purpose, working with spirit, intuition, manifesting, raising vibration, ascension. I just love Jessica. I met her in Bali. She's just the sweetest and most beautiful, mystical soul. And you guys are going to love her too. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Oh my God, that was an amazing intro. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're so welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to I have, I have so many questions for you. I feel mm-hmm. like even when we met, I was like, okay, so how do you know like when did you know you're psychic? How do you know? <laughs> I was like peppering you with questions, but now I can actually really ask you a million questions without yeah. a weirdo. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Good. Okay, let's get into our slumber party questions. What is your daily ritual? I do definitely um, have, you know, meditation and journaling and just um, visualizing, you know, quantum leaping, but I kind of mix it up sometimes because I don't like it to become like a routine, Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. Like I like it to be purely out of enjoyment and fun. So, you know, I might do my meditation and journaling, but I also might do more of like a dance party. Oh, <laughs> what is you your know, go-to dance party song? I actually have like a playlist on Spotify and it's called Fem, And it's just like all like really feminine, like kind of sassy music. Oh, <laughs> um, I love, I love um, a good like Britney fun. Spears work bitch moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, yeah. so good. What is your go-to crystal? Well, my favorite one has always been Moldavite. Um, oh, it, okay. It's like a not many, not like not many people have heard of it because it's um it's actually not from the Earth. It's from outer space. <laughs> it's like a, a tektite that um kind of came to the earth and there's only so much of it on the earth so it's quite expensive but but it's really high vibration oh. especially if you especially if you're into like connecting with the higher dimensions and channeling and more like cosmic energies it's really powerful for that so that's my favorite okay I feel like someone else has told me about this is it like a green color yeah yeah it's like a green it's kind of see-through-ish uh, when you hold it up to the light and yeah, it's really powerful. Oh, it's 11 okay. my time. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, That's a sign. Everyone go get all the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so good. Okay, so how do, Okay, so how does it come from space? Like who went and got it? <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I know, it was like a meteorite. Like, like it kind of collided okay. with the earth and it, um, it was found like years later or something. Oh, I can't remember where. I know where, but I just, I'm having a mind. That's okay. That's um, <laughs> yeah. It was like gifted to us oh. <laughs> by, by a meteorite. Thanks, meteorite. I, I don't want to like wish for more meteorites, but <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. you're bringing good crystals, you're um, Okay. What is the first spiritual book you ever read? It has to be, I mean, it's definitely Hay House. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it was... Louise Hay or Dorian Virtue. I can't remember because I went through this phase where I like inhaled books. Mm-hmm. Like I read so many books all at once kind of thing. So I can't remember what my first one was, but it was definitely, 
I'd always hail Dorian Pitcher. <laughs> How old were you when you started that um, journey? It was when I was 19. Um, okay. That was when I started like reading books because I all of a sudden remembered all this stuff that I but like that I had from my childhood that I blocked out for a few years <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like oh my gosh I need to read every single book on this stuff now. oh yeah <laughs> need to work through it okay what is a guilty pleasure that you indulge in that you think good spiritual people don't do <laughs> um, <laughs> I definitely like going out for a cocktail and going for a dance and like just having fun with the girls um yeah I know that like a lot of I guess like stereotypes around spirituality is that you don't drink and Mm -hmm. things like that but I am all for like having fun in all areas of our lives and not limiting ourselves by spirituality in any way if they totally and like they call drinks spirits like yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think of it like it just amplifies your in like the energy that you go into it with like you know obviously if you're not in a great mood you don't want to go drinking because it's just going to amplify your anger. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if you're in a good high energy frequency and vibration, you're just having fun, you want to go dance, like it just amplifies that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> I don't think so either. I always say I want to live with like a two drink buzz. Like I wish that was like my, <laughs> my standard way of being. I love it. If there was a way to like consistently have that, I'd be sad. <laughs> yeah. And because I just, like, I get so giggly and I just love being giggly. And yeah. It's just fun. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's talk about you. Tell us about your journey into business and into spirituality and when they kind of mm-hmm. became one. Mm-hmm. Well, the spirituality came first because like ever since I was a child, like as long as I can remember, I always had these clairvoyant gifts and I could always see and and feel and hear spirit. But when I went to school, it was like, oh, this is not normal. Other people aren't doing this. I can't talk about it. Um, so I kind of just blogged it out all of schooling, like primary school, intermediate, high school, like just blogged it all out because naturally I already felt like I didn't fit in on the earth (laughs) and so I didn't want to make it like harder (laughs) you know I just wanted to just be kind of normal and hang out with the cool kids and go partying and stuff like that but then when I was 18 I moved from New Zealand to Australia like started like a life according to what you're meant to do you know like get the full-time job and you know I worked as um like an admin person full-time and you know, I had the relationship and had a full-time job and we had a brand new house and a dog and cars and that stuff, (laughs) you know? And so like, technically I could have ticked everything off the list according to us, like, you know, according to society. And from the outside, you know, by the by the age of 21, I pretty much had everything sorted in that sense. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm doing well for myself technically, but I kind of started getting more and more and more of this awareness of like, this is not me living the version of myself that I always saw when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. Cause when I was little, I always knew, like I would tell my parents and write it all down. I'd be like, I'm going to be, you know, like just really um, independent. I'm going to be having my own business. I'm going to help people. I'm going to travel. I'm going to be really abundant. I'm going to be able to do whatever I want. 
and, you know, just be really outside the box of normal society. And yeah, it was that realization like, hmm, like everything's ticked off the list, but it's not what I always envisioned and something's not quite right. And I kind of felt like comfortably numb. I was like, mm, I'm comfortable, but I'm just kind of numb. And then literally overnight, um, when I, it was as if my soul, spirit, source energy, whatever you want to call it, like overnight, everything came back in terms of clairvoyance, like seeing things, seeing spirit, um, the clear audience, like hearing it, clear sentience, clear cognizance of like sensing it and knowing it and psychic abilities and out-of-body experiences, like literally overnight, <laughs> it just started oh all coming back and like the mediumship and everything. And I just freaked out. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like I was a different person two days ago and now all of a sudden I'm like this full clairvoyant psychic medium, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I was when I was little. And, you know, I didn't necessarily choose for it all to come back. I've been blocking it out for so long mm-hmm. and it just all came back. And for a while I, you know, was kind of questioning like, is this my gifts or am I just having like a mental breakdown? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because it was like, when you go to doctors and explain all your symptoms and like, this is, you know, I'm feeling really overwhelmed and anxious and having all these like physical, yeah, like symptoms and whatnot, they just think you're a hypochondriac and then you, that you need anti-anxiety pills and stuff. And everything was just really confusing for me. And I didn't take any of the anti-anxiety pills because it just didn't feel right. Um, so it took me a long time after like reading all those books <laughs> and going to other clairvoyance and meditation circles and things like that to work out that I was just retapping into the gifts that I was always meant to be utilizing um and then that's when I literally left everything in terms of um the house the you know sold the cars broke up the relationship left my job rehomed the dog and moved back home um and just decided like I'm just going to start my sole business I'm just going to do what I came here to do I don't know how it's all going to work out but I'm just going to start and I just started running like meditation groups from home and started doing readings for people and it just all kind of escalated from there and literally just like every step of the way it just kind of gets bigger and bigger like you know how you you just kind of got to take one step and then the next step Mm -hmm. appears (laughs) it's just been like a kind of snowball effect in that way and now I can quite happily say that like the vision that I had since I was really little is very much my life now. And so it just feels right. (laughs) God, that's amazing. So you, one thing that you mentioned was how, you know, in this society, we just classify these kind of gifts as anxiety or being crazy. Um, (laughs) What correlation do you see between people that have anxiety and people that are really open. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. even like <laughs> I'm pulling out a celebrity here, like a Demi Lovato, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. she, you know, she suffers with addiction. She, mm-hmm. but you can tell she's so open, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and gifted in so mm-hmm. many ways. And I feel like she probably has, is super in touch and probably has like psychic abilities. Mm -hmm. Like, have you noticed that correlation as well in people? Yeah, definitely. Like I've worked with so many people 
that um, <clears throat> have been told like, oh, you are just over, like overly sensitive or just, you know, you've just got anxiety. But like once I've tuned into their energy and worked with them and kind of really worked out like where their gifts are and where their, you know, sensitivities, so to speak, are. And, you know, especially people that are highly empathic. Mm-hmm. Um, once they actually realize that, once they really kind of tune into their gifts and their awareness of energy and their awareness of not only this physical world, but the multidimensional universe that we live in. And once they kind of, yeah, realize that and start working with it and start getting into like a mastery of it, they realize like, oh, I never had anxiety. I never had a mental illness. I never um, actually had anything wrong. It's just that when you are feeling all those things from being very open and very gifted and you don't connect them with what you're picking up on. If you just don't connect the dots, you're just left in the state of overwhelm, Mm -hmm. you know? But once you actually work that out, you realize like, yeah, I actually never had an issue or a problem. I just was disconnected from my gifts and my sensitivities and my openness. And it was trying to come through, you know? But yeah, I think so many, so many people, are that are classes people with anxiety are really just people who have gifts or have um really high empathy and aren't necessarily aware of like the energetics of it and how to work with it as actually a superpower (laughs) as opposed to um something that's you know an issue yeah so Mm -hmm. where can we start so if we're you know we're someone who has anxiety we're someone who you know knows that they kind of have this deeper purpose, but they don't really know how to tap into it. Where do you start? Mm -hmm. So there's a couple of things. So first and foremost, like anyone who feels that they're anxious or overwhelmed energetically, um, but they know that they have this openness and these gifts. First of all, I would get really, really clear on like consistent daily practice of like mastering your own energy frequency and vibration. So the more that you can raise your own personal wavelength, what you're actually open to or what you're actually feeling will always be from like a higher wavelength. Like it will always be from a much more pure um, space, if you know what I mean. Like Mm -hmm. when I was really stuck and feeling really overwhelmed and confused, I often got in quite like a low energy frequency and vibration and that just always made it harder or just made me feel more dizzy or more paralyzed if that makes sense like it just kind of made things a lot harder but if if you can really focus on like okay I'm the master of my own energy frequency and vibration and really focus on things that uplift you bring your wavelength higher and you know you're interacting with environments and people and crystals and things that that kind of meet you at that higher wavelength that's a really important thing to be mastering that each day because you kind of if you're working from a higher wavelength, you've got a clearer space. <laughs> and then also, you know, like a lot of people say like, well, what if, what if there are other people or other environments that are like lower vibe? I think it's just important to remember that you're always like in control of your, of like your own energy field. So even if you're in an environment or around certain people that are of a lower vibration, like you're really still in control because um, say for instance, if it's a space or an environment, you can be the one who chooses to come and bring the higher vibes 
you know, like you can, you don't just have to be subject to it. You can, you can be, you can bring, yeah, higher vibes to that space. Or if there's other people that you find kind of keep you on a low vibe, like you can be the person who changes the conversation into a more positive one, or you can be the one who, you know, when your friend's complaining about everything, you can ask her, well, what was the best thing that happened today? Like simple things like that. You can, you can choose to wait to, to, to raise the wavelength and kind of set the tone for everything and anything in your life at a higher wavelength. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like with your gifts, it's really important to recognize like what your gifts actually are. Like, are you more clairvoyant are you more visual are you more clairaudient and do you get more messages from spirit or are you more clairsentient and you feel everything in your emotions in your body or are you more claircognizant and you just know things and just channel things because even though we each have like a mix of them all we each have more like a dominant or primary gift Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and if you can become aware of what that is for you it's easier to work out like how spirit is coming through to you or how you are receiving your intuitive um, insights and how information is getting through. Um, Because yeah, it's like you can kind of um, be aware, like um, if your one is clairsentience and you are more the person who feels things emotionally and physically in your body, you can start realizing, realizing that, okay, I'm just, I'm not just an overwhelmed person or an overly sensitive person in, you know, like a negative way, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm clear sentient and I feel things and I, and I feel them in my emotions and in my body. Um, and so when you are aware of that, you can be like, say when we are, when you are feeling things emotionally and physically, you can really pay attention to that and be like, okay, this is my clear sentience. It's really strong. It's picking up on things right now. Um, what is it that I'm picking up on? And you can kind of go into a bit more discovery of it. So it's just like one example of the different clears. I just think working out what your clears are, what your primary gift is, is really important. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. And I feel like it would be different with every gift, obviously, but is there like Uh one kind of like, if, if someone was like, okay, I want to like connect with spirit today. I want to like really, you know, learn from the higher power today. What is like kind of a blanket tip that you have to connect with spirit? So like I mentioned before, like the foundation of raising your wavelength makes everything easier because especially when connecting with spirit, because spirit is on such a high wavelength and they don't come down to us. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I want my own Abraham Hicks. Like how do I, (laughs) how do I channel? Yeah. 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 It's, It's like working out working out what wavelength you connect with spirit upon is really important. Like I made a, um, cause in the gift experts course, we go through all of this and we work out, yeah, where's your wavelength? How do you connect with spirit? What's the energy? Like say for instance, mine is a very like just playful, lighthearted kind of childlike energy, not taking it too seriously. And there's a lot of humor and just lightness about it. So when I connect with spirit, I make sure I'm in that energy first and foremost. So I'll do whatever I need to do to get up to that wavelength <laughs> so that the, com- the connection, the communication can be clear. Cause I know that if I'm in a shitty mood and I'm like complaining about life, my spirit guides aren't going to like come down and help me. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I've got to go up there and meet them and ask for guidance. Right. Okay. So that's really important. And yeah, if you do know you're clear, it's a lot easier because you can either focus on, you know, your third eye, or you can focus on listening, or you can focus on feeling, or you can focus on knowing and channeling. 
But if you don't know that yet, purely like asking questions and just seeing how, like observing what comes forward. And that'll also give you some insights as to what clears or what gifts are your strengths. Um, So if you just purely ask questions while you're up in that, you know, high wavelength with spirit and asking them to come forward and asking questions, you know, for, for your own guidance, noticing like, do you start you know, with your eyes closed, do you start seeing something or do you start just knowing, like, does a thought come to you that feels really um, guiding or resonant or insightful come forward? Or do you feel like within your heart space, do you really feel like an emotion that gives you guidance or do you just know like, do you just know what, what your guidance is without having to explain it? Oh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I love <clears> that. I think I'm that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Like um, yeah. So do we all have like a dedicated spirit guide? Do we have many? Like, how can we, like, do you know who your spirit guide is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I work with my spirit guides all the time. They have changed over the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. the way I would explain it is that you have spirit guides that, I believe we all have one, at least one spirit guide that is with us our entire life incarnation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we have other spirit guides that, so I call that like your main spirit guide. But we have other spirit guides that come along for different parts of your journey. So I had a couple of spirit guides that were with me for two years or so. And they've, they've kind of changed now because it's a different phase. But yeah, sometimes I'll I'll generally have about four or five spirit guides that I work with at a time. And yeah, sometimes they will like acknowledge that they're finished their journey with me and I'll be introduced to new spirit guides and I'll kind of turn further into what their purpose or their role is with me and what area of my life they're helping me focus on because they often have quite distinct different energies. (laughs) Um, You know, like sometimes they're really motherly and feminine and guiding and soft and I've got another one who's like she's like my best friend like soul sister she's just like really fun and just really like makes me just go for it (laughs) in certain areas so yeah I think um discovering your spirit guides is really 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 amazing we do that in the gifted experts course and we um figure out like yeah which ones are helping with us with what so then when you do your meditation and connect with your spirit guides you kind of know which one is more suitable for you to connect with for different certain things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like I go to different spirit guides for different things all the time. <laughs> oh, I love that. So basically you mm-hmm. get into a meditation. You So you raise your vibration, you get into a meditation, you kind of kind of like raise up to the vibration of where they're at. And then do you, mm-hmm. do you have like, what's the kind of process in the meditation for meeting them? Do you just say like, mm-hmm. come forth, like I want <laughs> to meet you? Like, how do yeah. you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Like I've got a whole um, meditation process for it. And basically you kind of create yourself like a, a space, you know, in your meditation and your visualization. Like some people like to be in a garden or some people mm-hmm. like to be up in the clouds. Some people like to be way out in the cosmos amongst the stars, <laughs> like mm-hmm. create a space, like a, um, a space where you feel really comfortable and light and, and happy and like surrounded in love. And then asking, yeah, like simply asking a spirit guides, please come forward and please come meet me. And going through it step by step in terms of like observing all different 
things. Like say, for instance, instead of just expecting them to like turn up and present themselves and be like, hi, my name's Richard and yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, um, <laughs> like actually like tuning into it, like with the process, I ask, I ask the girls, I say like, you know, first of all, just even if you don't see them coming forward, feel them, like feel their energy coming forward is there a color that is associated with their energy that you know you you see or feel or know is is there a certain like energy about that color or that presence that comes forward to you like is it is it a really feminine loving guiding energy or is it more of like a masculine direct sense of guidance that's coming forward and kind of pushing you along your journey Mm. or yeah like yeah so discovering like is it more feminine is it more masculine what's the type of energy what's the presence like like what how is it helping you you know is there a visual because they don't necessarily look like people (laughs) you know sometimes you'll just see energy or um, more like a celestial kind of being and then you can um, ask them like do you have a message for me and you get to just kind of explore more and more about them you can ask them if they have like a name that resonates with the energy because you know spirit guys don't have birth certificates like we do mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't they don't really care about their names as much as we do yeah <laughs> but, but they'll help us find a name that matches their energy frequency and vibration so that when we call upon their name they know that it's them that you're Mm-hmm. calling upon if it and makes almost sense. we know too it's almost like yeah. when we say the name we we um kind of transform into that energy yeah like we know what energy we're connecting with because it's yeah. like a ref- it's like a reference point rather than mm-hmm. yeah like a birth name yeah <laughs> and yeah I often find that they will um like I find when it comes to doing that it's almost like playing Scrabble with your spirit guides yeah. <laughs> like, they'll, like they'll show me like different letters and then they'll kind of scrabble the letters around and show me like how it kind of comes together and and how like the vowels and the um, the more um, like I don't know like you know like T's and P's and B's they yeah. have like a really like strong sound to them like they they'll show me like how those different letters and how they come together create like a name that's yeah like an energy. Oh my gosh, this um, is so interesting. That's uh, kind of, yeah, it's kind so of it's like, like you have to just uncode it. So I know I repeat myself a lot, but I always say new levels, new devils. And that means that when you reach a new point of success or happiness or abundance, there's always a new block there waiting for you that you need to work through. And I don't know about you guys, but for some of my blocks, I have to call in reinforcements. So did you know that you can actually get online counseling now with a company called BetterHelp? I'm obsessed with the idea that you can lay in bed eating ice cream and resolve your issues all at once. It's amazing because you can connect with professional counselors in a safe and private online environment, and you can wear sweatpants, which in my opinion is only okay in the helm. I'm super busy, so I love that you can get help on your time at your pace with video, phone. You can even text with your therapist for those quick little needs. But like I said, they are licensed professional counselors and they're specialized in every single area you can think of. Depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, 
family conflicts, we all got those, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and it's all 100% confidential. And if for whatever reason you don't feel like you vibe with your counselor, you can get a new one for no additional charge, and you can choose from over 3,000 people across 50 states. You don't even have to be in the U.S. to sign up. You can get support Hashtag worldwide because you don't need to sit in a stuffy office reading a TV guide from 1993 to get help anymore. You can text, chat, phone, video, and you actually get your first communication with someone within 24 hours from your computer or mobile web or Android or iOS. And since they have such a broad expertise, it's amazing because like you don't even need to be in the same area, guys. So you can schedule weekly sessions or more if you feel you need it. Financial aid is available for those that qualify. It's secure, it's convenient, it's professional, and it's affordable. Remember, it is not a crisis line. And best of all, guys, like I said, affordable. And Shocker Girl Radio listeners are getting 10% off your first month with the discount code Chakra. So why not get started today? Work through whatever is holding you back. Go to betterhelp.com slash Chakra. You simply fill out the questionnaire. It'll help them assess your needs and it'll, they'll match you with a counselor and you're going to love them. So that's betterhelp.com slash Chakra. I'm sure it's different for every person, but for someone who's just kind of beginning and wanting to connect to their spirit guide, how much time per day, per week do you think they should be spending in meditation trying to connect? Mm -hmm. I mean, of course it depends like where you're at in terms of like, you you know, is this your first time you've ever done a meditation or are you like a regular Mm -hmm. meditating and and working with crystals and stuff? But um, say so for instance, when I ran my gifted experts course or when I do my one-on-one gifted girl mentorships, it generally like generally within a week, mm-hmm. they will know their spirit guides because I go through a very specific process that I know works because I've kind of done it. Yeah. Done it a fair few times <laughs> yeah. um, with a few, few different people. I know what really like, yeah, gets them up into that wavelength, what questions really bring out their spirit guides and get them to know their spirit guides and um yeah like I I literally last week was working with a girl one-on-one and we were like okay we're gonna just give you a spirit guides and then we're gonna jump on a call later today and I've got a text from her saying like yep I know all four of them oh my god <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> you know like we've 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 worked it out in a week <laughs> so oh my gosh if you've got the right like process and approach to it and you know you're open and trusting and allowing it to come forward it doesn't have to take you know, doesn't have to take years or anything. <laughs> okay. I love that. So when we face resistance, um, mm-hmm. how can we tell the difference between our spirit guides telling us that this is the wrong thing for you and knowing whether it's just a fear that's like keeping us in our comfort zone? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like whether it's pure guidance or whether it's more like our ego kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I get what you mean. Like, Say for say for instance, in in that case, if it's something that's just not right for you, if I if I feel my spirit guides coming forward often, like often instead of them like screaming and yelling at me and being like don't do this, I'll often I'll often just get kind of like a disapproving energy. <laughs> It'll kind of be like, mm, you know, this isn't right for you, but you know, you can do whatever you want, but we're not encouraging it. (laughs) Um, Like it just, I just get this sense, like energy from my spirit guides that it's just like kind of this really like dull, deflated, like 
empty energy and if it's just if it's just my fear if it's just my ego not wanting to um do something or thinking that it's wrong it's almost like it's almost like I'll just feel a sense of like this is just a challenge for me like this is challenging um and it's challenging my ego it's challenging my fear it's challenging my limits but I'll almost feel like this rebellious energy within me that's like I need to do it anyway (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, you know what I mean like I think there's a quite a difference between feeling yeah dull or empty or just like Mm, this is just not right. I'm just not feeling the vibes from this mm-hmm. <laughs> and feeling like your spirit guides are like, girl, you know, this ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and there's a difference between, yeah, you're just like fearing it or, or not wanting to, because it's a challenge mm-hmm. and, and feeling like actually I probably should do this because, because it's a bit of a challenge and because yeah. I'm fearing it and I should probably actually just get over this and do the damn thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So I feel like it just comes with practice too, like understanding, mm-hmm. like really connecting with your spirit guides. I'm like, I'm obsessed with this. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be meditating nonstop. I'm, I want, <laughs> I'm going to get to a point where my spirit guide just is like, hi, I'm Richard and reach his own. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like on speed dial. <laughs> yeah. On speed dial. Yes. On speed dial. It's actually way easier than it sounds. Like mm-hmm. so many people make it sound like it's some kind of rocket science that, you know, is like really, I don't know, just really, really, really complicated. Yeah. Or, or almost like that it's only for people that were born with all these yeah. like wild gifts yeah. and started like seeing dead people when they were two. Yeah. 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 It's definitely like a lot more just natural. Yeah. Um, and in the sense of like, we're naturally already connected to our soul and our spirit guides and the higher dimensions and our intuition. And it's like a lot more natural. I mean, I've definitely seen it like in front of my eyes so many times with girls that, yeah, think like, oh, maybe I should just get a reading with Jess and she'll just tell me these things <laughs> because yeah. I can't get, get them myself. And I'm just like, no, like you can actually do it all yourself. I yeah. can show you how. Yeah. Um, and they all do it and they will blow me away as well like the last time that I ran the gifted experts course I was thinking like okay I'm gonna teach girls how to get into their gifts work with spirit you know and for the ones who are interested in the second phase I'm going to teach them how to facilitate readings and have that as a service within their you know soul businesses Mm -hmm. and I was thinking like you know hopefully by the end of that the girls who do the full course hopefully they will yeah start offering readings as a service and they'll start getting some you know clients and getting paid for their gifts and uh, like literally they've blown me away I've got a girl in there who is now getting like four to six bookings every week to do readings for people when she when she started she didn't even kind of give herself permission to use her gifts and now she's like killing it gosh I (laughs) love that how exciting for you you it can definitely, definitely, like everyone has that ability. And especially if you feel drawn to it, like if you feel that sense of like, hmm, I think I am pretty intuitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> I am really curious about my spirit guides. Like I think it's going to be a lot easier than yeah. most think. That's when you call Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> She'll sort have- you out. <laughs> Um, let's talk about quantum leaping, which I know is another course that you have. Can you explain to the listeners what 
quantum leaping looks like? Yes. <laughs> so I'm sure all the girls that listen know about law of attraction, manifesting yes. Yes. and, you know, quantum physics. I don't know about quantum, quantum physics. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, quantum physics is a science of law of attraction. It's yes. Yeah. The same, it's all in the same, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, quantum physics just makes it more sciencey. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also that's great because it gives you like the evidence. It gives you like the proof, like this is how it Some works. people need that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so quantum leaping is basically, you know, it's normally a workshop that I teach in five hours. But, mm-hmm. but to put it simply, quantum leaping is about realizing that your life right now is essentially a parallel reality of, of it's like one of many in the mm-hmm. sense that like what you're living right now is yeah one of many parallel realities but you can change into living a different parallel reality so if you're living a life where you feel like you're disconnected from your purpose and you're you know working a job that you just hate and you know you're with a partner that's just not your soulmate and he's just a dick (laughs) or you know whatever whatever it is you know that is your life but it's not what your life has, life has to be. It's just a parallel reality of many. Um, and there's another parallel reality within you of living a life where you, you know, are absolutely living your purpose and running your own soul business and having, you know, amazing sex with your soulmate and, you know, all the good things. Like it's, it's, it's another parallel reality. Does that make sense? Like it's, it's parallel totally. because they're different, but it's yeah. a, another reality. I was thinking and, about this today because I was thinking about, I was trying to like predict the future of something and I was like, oh, well, you know, based on, you know, past patterns, it's probably not going to work out the way I want. But I'm like, but no, I literally know that I can change that. Like I hundred yeah. percent am in control of changing the patterns. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, the quantum looping is the is like the leap between those two parallel realities. Mm-hmm. So what you're living and what you're wanting to live. And quantum looping is realizing that the quantum physics or the state of consciousness that you're currently living is very different from your parallel reality that you desire. And quantum looping is about changing those quantum physics or changing that state of consciousness in order to manifest the parallel reality. And so the process is very much about taking law of attraction into like a step-by-step action-oriented plan, essentially. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, You, through the quantum leaping course, like I have all these worksheets and these videos that explain them and meditations that get people to really realize what their current quantum physics or what their current state of consciousness is exactly, you know, like all the positives and negatives and then we journey into the parallel reality and work out exactly what the quantum physics or the state of consciousness is within that. And basically we, basically we put them side by side and we're like, okay, what's the difference? What do you have to stop doing? Or what do you have to heal? Or what do you have to change from your current reality? And what do you have to start bringing in from the parallel reality? And what steps are we going to take to shift from one to the other kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, And it's also about quantum leaping in your daily life. You know, like when you have that realization of what your current is and what your desire is, like who your future self is, 
you get up in the morning and you quantum leap into being your future self every day, like what you wear, you know, what you, what you do with your hair and makeup, (laughs) what you, what your interaction is like with your family members or your friends or your partner, what you prioritize in your day, what you um, journal about, what you take action upon, you know, all that stuff is essentially like the, the um, embodiment of the quantum leap. And so, yeah, it's essentially taking like all the knowledge of quantum physics and law of attraction, but putting it in like a step-by-step process that makes the leap happen in a way that your mind can be on board with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I don't know about you, but I find that a lot of time as humans, we get the law of attraction, but our mind kind of fucks it up for us. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like you, like, you over-focus on it. And, like, when you're thinking of what you want, it's like there's still that little vibration that's attached to a bit of the fact that you don't have it yet. Yeah, so it's kind of like, instead of instead of just being in your spiritual awareness of the law of attraction and just visualizing stuff and leaving your mind kind of to the side or your logic to the side, Mm -hmm. it's almost like quantum leaping gives you the balance of both because Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's working with law of attraction, but in a step-by-step way that is like logically, you can look at it and be like, okay, yes, that will work. It's more more tangible. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's essentially what it is. But like I said, normally quantum leaping, if I were to yeah. explain it in a full yeah. word, like five hours. <laughs> yes, got to take the course. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just obsessed with everything. I can't wait to apply all this. So mm. let's move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our mm-hmm. last meltdown and the last thing we manifested. <laughs> so I can go first. So mm. update, my dog has fleas again. <laughs> <laughs> I could barely sleep last night. Like the dog mom guilt is real. Um, And we have to flea bomb our house. So, you know, he had fleas like a month ago. We gave him the medicine. Um, We gave him like two different, one to kill the fleas, one to kill the bugs. We washed all the bedding. We did everything right. And then, I don't know, we went away and we came home and he had fleas again. So... (laughs) Um, I guess like they said that it might be like in the rugs and like Mm -hmm. it might be in the sofa. And so we just have to like, I've never seen a flea, but it might be like the eggs. Oh, it's so disgusting. Mm. So we apparently have to flea bomb our house, which I'm not excited about putting poison (laughs) in our house, but I just feel like that's Mm. the only option. Unless I can quantum leap into a parallel (laughs) universe where my dog doesn't have fleas. (laughs) I yeah. gotta try that first. <laughs> yeah, um, just <laughs> yeah. But basically, I have we have to like leave our house for four to six hours while this flea situation, this flea bomb happens. I don't even know what mm. it is. And then, so I'm like, what are we gonna do for four to six hours? It's like so cold outside. We have to bring the dog with us. That's not like we can like go Aww. do stuff. I'm like, maybe we'll just be assholes and drop him off at a doggy daycare, and he can just spread <laughs> his fleas. Just like I'm like, well, someone gave him fleas, so I'm not an all dog. So we can just go spread them at daycare. But no, we'll, just, we'll literally sit at the dog park for 
six <laughs> hours probably. <laughs> so wish us luck. Mm, um, mm. The last thing I manifested. So this is something more that I cultivated rather than manifested, but I've been really working on creating mm-hmm. like healing and soothing vibes internally as a way to support the collective and all the crazy shit that's happening in the world, like the fires and the shootings and mm-hmm. just the anger. So my meditations have been really focused on that kind of like soothing and cooling vibe because I'm naturally like mm. a very fiery person. Um, mm-hmm. And today there was an issue with my smoothie delivery and it usually takes like 20 minutes and it took over an hour and I was so hangry. And <laughs> usually I would have raged, but I didn't. So I was so proud of myself. I calmly phoned the restaurant. I find I calmly called the delivery company and mm-hmm. yeah, I usually would have bitten someone's head off, but so I'm thinking maybe I'm going to manifest a free smoothie mm. somehow. So stay yeah. tuned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I think that's amazing too, because I've heard like with the energy that's going on, you know, on the earth at the moment with all the fires that are happening, mm-hmm. um, I've heard that it's because like as a collective consciousness, we've yeah. been very like fiery and heated. Yeah, and exactly. Everyone's been like so angry. And um, I was, I, I don't know if you guys follow Sahara Rose. We've had her. Yes, on that's where I heard it. Yeah, and it was <laughs> yeah. funny because I was internally just like thinking this and I was like, I'm going to drink mint tea and I'm going to like, mm put, you know, drink ice water and I'm not going to have anything spicy and I'm not going to have coffee. And I was just like thinking of all the ways that I can do that. And then I saw she was posting about it and I was like, oh, mm. hashtag clear cognizant. I just, uh, <laughs> yes. I <love> it. <laughs> um, yeah, but she's posting a lot of good info. So go mm, check it out. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So what is your last meltdown? I think, well, my like meltdown and my manifestation kind of are the, the same because, yeah, um, basically what I've been, it was more like an internal thing. I've been noticing that like, because I'm always really in my feminine, like really girly girl and really like soft and, you know, just girly. And I started realizing that like, because, you know, all my life, I've never been, um, I've never been the girl that like played sports or went and did like, you know, when my family members or other friends and stuff were going like, I don't know, whitewater rafting or things like that or bungee jumping or whatever. I'd always be like, mm, no, um, <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah. <laughs> it's always really in my feminine and really girly girl. And I started realizing how like in life it started actually affecting me in terms of not like having enough of that divine masculine to be like claiming my goals and my vision and what I want and like taking action to get it and being more fearless about it, you know, like when it comes to say public speaking and, you know, cause I keep getting all these visions of being on stage and mm-hmm. speaking to people and, and just having so much fun with it and just being in my zone. But I've noticed that like when it comes to actually putting myself out there to do public speaking. I, I'm just like too feminine about it. I'm too like, mm-hmm. oh, you know. Like, yeah, I feel like me and you <laughs> would be the perfect combo because I'm way too masculine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I started noticing that and I started getting frustrated at myself. I was like, damn it. Like if I actually want to do these things, I need to be more like fearless and more masculine. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't have to become a boy, but mm. I just need to embody more like the fact that I'm capable of these things Mm -hmm. and that I'm not just like a 
a delicate little girl. Mm-hmm. Like I can be both divine feminine and divine masculine. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking to myself, I was like, what do I do to action this? Like how do I activate like my divine masculine and my fearlessness? Um, and at first I was thinking like, I'm just going to work out more and get more in my body and be more like powerful in that way. But then our friend Mel Wells, <laughs> she went and did, you know, all the skydiving and learned how to jump out of a plane on her own and <laughs> yeah. do all that. And I was sitting there like watching her stories and watching her videos. And I was like thinking, you know, the old me would have never, never gone and done a skydive. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, it's just way too, like previously it was just way too masculine and way too much of a fear for me. And then after I watched that and kind of realized that and realized that me and my mum had booked a trip to Queenstown, which is down the south of New Zealand, where they are like famous for like one of the best skydives in the world because of the view. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I need to go do a skydive. <laughs> like I need to do this if I am actually serious about getting past this limit within myself. Mm-hmm. So we went down there. I said to mom, I was like, I think I'm going to do a skydive. <laughs> um, and like, first of all, the weather was really crap. And so I was like, oh, like maybe I won't actually be able to do it while we're down here. And I was really disappointed. I was like, no, I actually really want to do this. And on the last day when we were actually flying out, it was like the weather was meant to clear up. So I just went and booked my skydive for, for the last day, mm. the morning when it was meant to be clear. Um, and like booked it and paid for it. And honestly, that was like the scariest part. Cause I was like, fuck, I'm actually going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went and, um, yeah, we went and did it. And I honestly like just focused the whole way there and the whole way up in the plane ride. I was like, just focusing on my masculine energy. I was just like, yes, I'm like, I'm capable of this. I'm actually going to have fun and enjoy this and just be like wild and crazy. And just, (laughs) just be like, yes, you know, like I can do these things as well. Mm -hmm. And if I can skydive out of a plane, I can, I can go do public speaking, you know, like I I can do these other things that are my goals. Um, And yeah, I got up to the top when they opened the door, all of a sudden I was like, Oh my god! I was, like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I don't know if I can actually do this now. Um, and then they just started throwing people out the lane, and, was, <laughs> and you know, um, I just started seeing people do it, and I was—I just thought to myself, like, just, just don't think, just, just, you know, you've got someone attached to your back who's going to, you know, do it. Like, he's going to do the jump, and he's going to take care of the parachute and stuff. Just go with it. Like, just, just do it. And then, yeah, he did it. And as soon as we were, like, falling out, I, I was just like, holy crap. Like, just the most insane feeling. But then as soon as you kind of level out and start to, um, like, you put your arms up and you're just kind of flying, mm. falling, flying. <laughs> it was, like, the most amazing, blissful feeling in the world. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm just flying through air. Like, I'm just – and you just – there's this beautiful view and you just feel so free and I just felt so proud of myself. And I feel like that just kind of like jumped me like right into the energy that I needed to activate. Um, mm. So, yeah, that's like. Oh, my gosh. I, you are more masculine than I. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I actually just watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians where Kendall Jenner uh-huh. was skydiving. Yes. And it was like, I was like scared for like 
it was hard to uh-huh. watch. Like it made me nervous. It's it's yeah. not. It's, this is like no joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I I watched that as well, yeah. and that was another thing that like made me realize like I need to go and do this because <laughs> that scares me. Like even just watching her scares yeah. me. Yeah. And I need to go and get past that. So yeah, yeah I literally did it less than a week ago. Oh um, it was just on the weekend. So oh yeah crazy oh my gosh or did you post anything I need to go see I just did a post like of it's just like a photo of me and my mom in our like skydive jacket thingies (laughs) it's like a big one yes oh um, awesome she had done one before um so it wasn't her first time but she was it was like 12 years since she last did it and she was like when I said I was gonna do it she was like I think I should actually probably do it again just like just to kind of wake me up a bit yeah. <laughs> and just like get like challenge myself again a bit and just do something a little crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> so, really the weirdest feeling in the world was the fact that because my mom went with me and because the order that we got put in on the plane, she like, she jumped out just before me. And so the weirdest feeling was like watching your own mother get thrown, <laughs> like get thrown out of an airplane in front of you because oh like God. she, like her, um the guy that was like attached to her he like kind of jumped and flipped upside down so oh my god so she was like looking up at me oh she was yeah upside down as she was like falling through the sky and I'm just like sitting there like (laughs) (laughs) it was probably better that way than her watch she probably would have been so nervous watching her daughter (laughs) yeah yeah apparently like apparently once she kind of they were falling and then the parrot and then they had the parachute go up. Her instructor was like, look up there, there's your baby. <laughs> and I was like falling. She could like see me just falling through the sky. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, that is wild. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's so good. I think it's so good to just do those things. If you're feeling like too feminine or too like afraid of your goals, you know, like just, yeah. just when it gets the shit out of you and just makes yeah, you. Yeah. Like, and it just like jolts you. And then you're like, I yeah. can do anything. I yeah. Can. I, can, I can do anything. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So we'll see you on stage very soon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. This has been amazing. I feel like I still have so many questions that I'll probably make you drink with me and (laughs) and keep asking you questions. Um, But thank you so, so much. Can you tell everyone where they can find you? Yeah, definitely. So my website is Jessica Reed, which is R E I D online.com so it's just careeronline.com and i'm on instagram it's just Reed clairvoyant or you can add me as friend on facebook or i've got the spirit girls facebook group which is you know if you want to connect with more um of my girlfriends yeah. <laughs> you know all, all the, the girls spiritual people. yeah <laughs> spirit guide and crystal obsessed girls yeah we <laughs> yeah. love those kind of girls so everyone mm-hmm. go check out jessica if you want to get in touch with your spirit guides check out her courses she is the mm-hmm. real deal so yeah. thank you so much jessica and thanks thank everyone you. for listening and we will catch you next time bye guys Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker Girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshockergirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at theshockergirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.